Welcome to the Alive Podcast, a place for you to be a part of real life conversations that help you to let go of resistance, believe in your power, and feel less alone with all of the things that come with being human. I'm Michaela, a hypnotherapist and spiritual mentor. And I'm Lindsay, a manifestation coach here to simplify the science behind attracting the life you desire. We both believe that we become who we surround ourselves with, and we want to be here to inspire you to see all that you're capable of feel seen without judgment, and discover what makes your soul come alive. We're so grateful to have you here with us. So when you're ready, sit back, relax, and get ready to open your heart, expand your mind, and see your life through a brand new perspective. Welcome back to the Alive Podcast with Michaela and Lindsay. Today is going to be a quick little episode helping you to break through resistance towards your manifestations with this powerful realization that Lindsay has shared the other day. And I know it helped me so much to really understand what it is that you have to do to shift to a place of non-attachment around your manifestations that allows them to actually start pouring in for you. So I'm going to hand it over to Lindsay because the way she explains this is so straightforward and so easy to grasp. Thank you. Yeah, I know I find this to be really helpful, especially like I've had a very long journey with the process of manifestation. And there are a lot of concepts that I believed in in the beginning that I have just realized were hindering me and really holding me back. And so I don't want to gatekeep. I want to share the info with you guys on how to really come into the risk, the ultimate receiving mode for manifestation. And that is neutrality. I think that the manifestation community really promotes positivity and being in a positive state and being a really high vibration all the time. But what I've realized is when we try to constantly reach for and achieve that positive state all the time, we're really missing out on a core universal principle, which is the law of polarity. And we exist in a reality that is dualistic. It has positive and negative pros and cons up and down, because that's ultimately the way that we learn is we have to have both. We can't know love without fear. We can't know good without bad. It's just part of it. And when you can realize how this law plays into manifestation, you can be really empowered. So the way that I look at it is that every single thing that you want, regardless of what it is, is going to come to you in its full state with both positives and negatives. Most of the time we take our desires and we put them on a pedestal. And we see them as these really amazing things that are out of reach for us. And we almost have this like obsessive energy about them. What this does is it actually keeps it out of reach for you. So the way to kind of bring it back to neutrality instead of this amazing outlandish romanticized fantasy that you have in your mind is to actually look at it and say, okay, how can I see this in its whole parts, both positive and negative? For instance, if I'm attracting a relationship or I'm wanting to call in a partner, Yes, there are going to be amazing, beautiful times where it's happy and positive, but it's also going to come with maybe some struggles and challenges and things that are not necessarily um, positive all the time. And if you can kind of recognize the pros and the cons, you bring the manifestation into a state of neutrality, which makes it actually more attainable for you. And uh, quantum physics talk, talks about this as well as the zero point field, the field of non-attachment, meaning I don't need this thing to happen and I'm not running away from the negative experiences, but I can find the value in both the positive and the negative experiences in my life and recognize that each of those experiences serves me. And it's very human to want to label them as good and bad, but they both 
both the positives and the negatives of this experience are equally as valuable to us. This concept is like so mind blowing. And I think at first when I heard it, it made me kind of take a step back and I almost like didn't want to believe it at first because there's this part of me that just wants this fully joyous human experience where I'm happy every single day. And that high vibrational state can feel so addictive because you know how good you can feel. But if you really remember that the contrast of what you experienced actually is what gave that meaning and is what helps it to feel so good. You have less resistance to when you are in those quote unquote negative or low vibe states. That's what we like to label it as. But I think that the concept of neutrality shouldn't be confused with apathy. And we've talked about this before. It isn't about having a disinterest in your life and fully withdrawing from the things that you want. It's like this process that we all go through where maybe we feel really bad and then we feel really good. And we realize that we have an attachment to the good that is making the bad harder for us to get through. And again, bad is just a label, but we, we make it harder for ourselves by resisting it so much. And so that's when we realize that neutrality is really our place of power because it's just the lack of resistance to what is showing up. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, embracing them, I mean, you know, there's the other law, the law of rhythm basically states that there's seasonality and it's in, in our experience, it's, it's cyclical we have to have those moments of darkness to appreciate the moments of light. Otherwise there would be no appreciation. There would be no gratitude for that because we didn't experience the opposite. And I think that it's when you are in those moments of darkness, when you just are like, Oh my God, this is horrible. I'm never going to get out of this. Why am I here? And then we go into victim consciousness. And I think that's where we disempower ourselves. And then when you're in those really high highs, when you attach to that and need it to be like that all the time, it's, it causes this like fear almost of like, Oh, what if I lose this? What if I, what if this goes away? And it causes like that anxiety within you. Whereas when you come into a balanced state and say, regardless of where I'm at and what I'm experiencing, I am going to enjoy this in the present moment to the fullest, or I'm going to take this perceivably negative experience. And I'm going to see how I can learn and grow from this. And I think a great example when we were, so I was visiting Michaela last week and we were in San Diego and we were walking along the cliffs by the ocean and there were all these really beautiful flowers everywhere. And you had said like, you know, it's not usually like this. And it's because we've had so much rain. And when you think about the moments when it was like raining and you're inside and you're like, oh gosh, this sucks. I just want to be outside in the sun and I wish the sun was out. It's like, well, if you didn't have those moments, you wouldn't have the flowers. You wouldn't have this like beautiful experience that you get to have because of the rain. And so everything really does serve you. It's just a matter of your perception. It's a matter of like how you choose to look at those, those experiences that you're having and what state of consciousness you're coming from. It all goes back to understanding that everything is happening for you, even when you can't see it. Mm-hmm. Everything is happening to give you an incredible outcome that is going to lead to a high. And then you're going to maybe have another lull again. And that's the law of rhythm, just rolling through life and letting that happen. And I think one other way that we make ourselves really miserable is comparing what we're living to what we see other people living. Social media is a huge example of a highlight reel that only shows 
one side of the polarity of life for the most part. It only shows this one side of people really happy in their relationships, happy traveling, making a lot of money, doing probably all of the things that you are working on manifesting for yourself. And so when you see people in that place on social media all the time, you believe that they're there all the time. And you tell yourself a story that gives you even more resistance to the moments in your life where that is building in a way that you don't even know that it is. And you just create so much resistance when you compare. So that's just something I wanted to add in because that is what always makes me feel even worse when I'm in a phase of my life where, you know, my manifestations haven't quite shown up yet. And I'm really resisting the lows that I'm feeling because of that. Yeah. Nobody shows the shit. (laughs) Nobody's out there going this horrible thing happened to me today. And you're not going to believe it. Like nobody's showing that. But I think the important thing to realize is like, you can't know what you want until you know what you don't want. Sometimes Mm -hmm. like we don't even realize it's like, we have to go into every experience with an open heart and an open mind and say, okay, whatever is showing itself to me is giving me really valuable information, whether it's, I don't like this thing, or I really love this thing. Either way, I am I'm experiencing and I'm deciding I'm experiencing and I'm choosing. And you can't necessarily be able to choose until maybe you've experienced something where you're like, oh, that didn't feel like something that feels good to me. So you can take that and you can further clarify. And I think that's where you can really find power in the experiences that are not pleasant because you can go, all right, what about this feels icky? What about this doesn't resonate with me? And what would I prefer? What do I want to experience instead? And you can choose the opposite but you don't know that unless sometimes you go through the pain or you go through the struggle or you go through the discomfort to really be able to identify that. Yeah. And and what would you say to someone who is in that boat? They're experiencing what they don't want right now. They're clarifying what they do want. How do they go from that vision of what they do want to a place of neutrality where they can actually allow that to pour into their life? Yeah. I think that the only way is to really find acceptance for where you are and accept it and know that if you were supposed to be somewhere else, you would be somewhere else. And where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. And if you resist where you are by hating it, you can't transcend it. You can't, you can't transcend something that you hate. So learn to accept it. You don't have to love it. You don't have to be like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm in this shitty situation right now, but you can learn to accept it for what it is and just kind of ask yourself, all right, what led me to this point? Mm -hmm. And if I want to change my trajectory, I have to kind of look at what got me here. And I have to really take ownership of myself and take ownership of this experience and how I contributed to it from a place of empowerment instead of victimhood and say, okay, if I'm here and I don't like the the fact that I'm here, what is it about me that I know that I need to evolve? What is it about me that I know that I need to shift and grow into in order for this experience to change for me to like taking the thing, the place that you think that you want to be. And it's, it's like a future destination. Well, when I get there, then I'm going to feel happy. Then I'm going to feel peace. Then I'm going to feel joy. I would challenge you to think about wherever it is that you think you want to be and ask yourself, where can I already find those feelings in my present reality Mm. and cultivate more of that? Mm. 
Yeah. People believe that creating your reality is like waving some magic wand of what you want. And then it appears outside of you. Right. But creating your reality is realizing that you have all of the resources within you to create the feeling of that experience, to trust that it's coming and to detach from your need for that thing to give you a sense of self-worth or abundance or love or whatever it is that you're seeking. Finding that within you is being the creator of your reality. And when you hold that vibration, that's when you start to see the physical stuff come in, but you're not attached to it because you know that you have that power within you to create that emotion. And the emotion is what you're seeking. Yes. And that's why visualization is so powerful because when we practice visualization, we're conditioning the body in ahead of the experience. And when we visualize the body doesn't know that we're visualizing, it thinks it's actually experiencing that. So you don't have to wait for the thing to happen. You can condition yourself into the state of being that you want to be in. And then you can start to look for those aspects in your life. Like for instance, you know, there are moments right now that I'm sure you can find that bring you joy. Maybe it's just like sitting on your front porch in the morning, drinking your coffee, or maybe it's, it's listening to your favorite music in the car on the way to work whatever, going for a walk, calling your mom, there are things that you can find right now that will help you to create more of the feeling that you think that you're waiting to feel. And that's the kind of the paradox of this reality. And it's the paradox of creation. It's at the moment that we recognize that we have the power to feel it and create it now in this moment, there is no lack and without lack, there's no resistance. And you can just allow the thing to come into your life because mm-hmm. you don't need it. Yeah. And I think a place we get hung up is that we believe that if we focus on what's wrong, we'll somehow find the solution to it. That it's the, one of the biggest illusions that we all hold on to is it's not safe for me to experience gratitude or the feeling of having what I want, because if I feel into that, then I'm not constantly looking at all of the things that are wrong and trying to figure out the solution and gripping onto control of that. And when you realize that Focusing on what you don't want just creates more of it, not from a fear-based way, but just understanding, okay, I've been doing this for a while. I've been focusing on everything that's wrong and I haven't yet found the solution. I haven't yet been able to navigate to a place where I feel freed from this, or I understand this from a different perspective. So I'm going to try a different approach. I'm going to try to just bring myself to this place where I'm slowing down the momentum on those beliefs and those thoughts. And again, coming into that place of neutrality or just really slowing down the thoughts around that, that's where you have to come to first before sometimes you can start feeling gratitude and you can start feeling into those elevated emotions. Because if you're so heavily in that story, jumping from nothing works out to me to everything works out for me can feel like such a big jump. It can feel Mm. almost impossible to go from that fear and lack and scarcity into abundance and gratitude. So that's why I think the concept of neutrality and slowing down this momentum and coming to a place of acceptance and just observation at the very least of what is, is actually you taking steps forward to that place of being the creator of your reality. But it's really hard sometimes to jump all the way from one end to where you feel that you should be and where you want to be. Yeah. And I think too, like we sometimes get so caught up in the fact that it's like, well, if I I don't continue to tell the universe how much I hate this experience, then I'm not (laughs) going to get the opposite of it. Right. It's like, if I just, uh, if I'm just okay with where I am, I think people have this misconception. If I'm okay with where I am, but I hate where I am, does that mean I'm going to stay here? And it's like, no, actually like what you were saying, going general 
is really the process of letting go of the fixation on that experience. And you can go general by literally focusing on something completely different. Like it doesn't have to be the opposite of what you want. It can be just like the blue sky. It can be a cup of coffee. It can be the plants in your office. It can be a conversation with a friend. You don't have to necessarily take the energy and focus it on the opposite of the, the, you know, what you're experiencing, but just shifting the energy into that state of, you know what, I'm just not even going to focus on this right now. I'm not going to feed it with any energy. I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to attach to it. I'm just going to simply be in this state um, that is just neutral. It's neutral. I'm going to focus on things that I don't have that much energy around. Yep. I'm going to distract myself from it because focusing on this it hasn't been serving me. And that's where you have to have the self-awareness is what you're doing working for you. Is it really supporting you or is it just something that you're clinging onto because you believe that if you just focus on it a little bit more, you'll find the solution. And something I've been talking a lot about is shifting from away from needy, begging, wishful thinking energy. And that's something that we were all conditioned to do as children is when we have a need, we scream and cry and beg for that need to be met. And so we have to unlearn that and recognize the power that we have within ourselves to give ourselves what we need to attract what we need. And to realize that the more that we beg for it, the more we're focused on the lack of what we want. So just shifting away from that, the number one thing that I would say is to just distract yourself. And one of the things that Lindsay taught me in our sessions was just coming up with a word that fully pulls you out of it. I think she said abracadabra and it just like immediately makes me laugh. It helps me to not take things so seriously. It really just distracts my brain. And then you can just shoot your focus to something else, something that doesn't have a lot of resistance around it. And that's how you come to the place of neutrality and slow your momentum on the thoughts that just aren't serving you right now. And the negative thought process can be very addicting because it feels like you're like, yeah, see, I'm justified in feeling like this. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it, and it can be a very like, um, magnetizing experience to be in that mindset of negativity and constantly looking for validation of why you should feel negative. And all that does is perpetuate itself, you know, and it's like literally in your brain, it's addictive people feel that if they are in a negative state or they're complaining that they're going to receive attention or affection, or someone's going to come save me and solve this problem mm -hmm. for me. And all you're doing is disempowering yourself. Mm -hmm. So moving yourself into that state of just like, I am where I am and that's okay. I'm in this moment and I'm just going to observe this without attaching any stories to it or going down some negative rabbit hole about this, but I'm just going to observe and witness this and take the stance of someone that is maybe just looking at your life and isn't attached to the human experience, but just kind of have that perception of your experience and look at it through that lens and really objectively see yourself, see what you're doing, see how you're responding, see without judgment, but just kind of like take an analysis of your life and how things are presenting themselves and the way that you think, and just, you know, look at that and really choose if that's serving you. And if it's not, then you've got to start to change your focus. Yeah. And remembering that if you master this skill now, of being able to shift into neutrality, even shifting into gratitude on some days or just soaking in what it is that is going right in your life while not getting attached to that. It's a skill that you will continue to carry with you in your life while this polarity continues to exist in every situation. Even when you do manifest the next thing you want, there will always be another piece of contrast showing up in your life. And 
if you continue to only tune your focus to what you want to change, you won't even be able to enjoy the things that you have manifested. So cultivate this skill now, and you will actually be able to enjoy the things that you have while they're here without attaching to them. Because when you attach to something, you make it miserable. You have to grip onto it. And it's just, again, about learning to flow with your life and really mastering the human experience. Yeah. Appreciation is the key. Like I might not like where I am, but I can appreciate where I am mm -hmm. and I can understand how it's serving me. And that I think is ultimately the mastery. It, it is the mastery of just saying like, I don't have to push against this, but I can understand it. And I can see it through maybe a lens of zooming myself out. And you can, you can actually take that and you can integrate it and you can use it to your benefit to evolve your consciousness. It's, it's everything, like you said in the beginning, everything is for you and everything is serving you. Yes. We're going to dive into so many different concepts about manifestation, like this really specific ways of getting past whatever it is that might be blocking you. So if you guys liked this episode, please feel free to let us know and let us know any other questions that you have about shifting into this neutral state. Ooh, yes. Manifestation's my, my passion. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's like, there's so many concepts out there and there's so many ways of looking at manifestation. There's so many different teachings that it can get really overwhelming and daunting and you don't know what is, what works and what doesn't work. And so mm -hmm. Um, I think that our, both of us, like our main objective is really to simplify these, con these complex concepts and just bring it back to the basics for you guys so that you can actually start applying these things to your life. Yes. And our next episode is going to be answering the million dollar question. Do you have to take action to manifest? Can't wait. Yay. Thanks for listening guys. See you soon. Bye.